Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louie. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louie. <laughs> Today's episode of Got to Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains and the Wurundjeri lands of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations people who are listening and loving Bluey. Mary Bolling, <gasps> it is so good to see you back here. Right. We are back. And <laughs> have you tried Should teaching we... your children any valuable life lessons recently? Do you know, it occurs to me that much like the pups and our children, we don't like learning valuable life lessons because <laughs> can I tell our listeners that oh, yeah. we were not excited to do this episode? <laughs> but, oh, all right, it's fine. <laughs> so, like, will we change our mind by the end of it? Oh, Just recap, probably. No, I don't think so. Actually, like, yeah, okay. even when I was rewatching, it, it was just a bit like, all right, we've got to get through it. Um, Look, it's no, it's it's not asparagus for me. <laughs> well, no, but you know, well, like you know, because to to me, Tina is the one from this episode oh, yeah. round mm-hmm. that's sort of yeah. in that category. Mm-mm. I'm hearing a lot of that actually. I don't really. Think there's a lot of love for Tina. That's okay. But then I'm sure Tina. someone will get into it to say, "No, it's my favourite." Like <laughs> it always happens, right? Someone always, out there yeah. is now like, "What do you mean you don't love Ragdoll?" Oh, just one thing. Hmm? Ragdoll. Oh, no, not Ragdoll. Yeah. It just didn't really do it for me. I mean, I see I see where they're going with it and I love I love elements of it, but it just, yeah. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch this one, whereas, you know, like if, if I walked past and the kids were watching it, I probably wouldn't sit down on the couch and watch it with them. <laughs> that is the true test, isn't oh, it? But it really is. Whereas quality like, of bluey episode. Rain, sleepy time, I will literally oh, stop whatever I'm doing and just Every watch. time. Every time. Bike mm. still, you know, makes me emotional every time I watch it. You know, it's probably <gasps> says more about me and where I am at in my life right now. But, you know, but, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Ragnarok? Okay, so I was the same, bit mert, but uh, <laughs> no, I think I've already, uh, even before we've started talking about it, got myself over the line for a few reasons. So, oh, all right, I want, I want the sales pitch, man. Okay, so this ep starts in the laundry. Love long dog. Look for it. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I'm loving both the down on the banks song. Oh, uh, is, does this mean anything to you? Yes, but the lyrics are different to what we had at school slightly. Okay. So we never had the eep, eip, oop, oop. It was always, um, and I have to do the actions with this. So it was like you a. You know the actions too. I feel like I've, man, yeah. homeschooling has deprived me. Okay, right, go. So it's <laughs> down by the banks of the hanky panky where okay. the bullfrogs jump from. Wow, this is more complicated than the Macarena people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crackle pop with the hip hop, crackle pop. That's what we used to do. Okay, do you have pop. a similar version? I had no version. Uh, oh, you I didn't do this one. Yeah, it was not ringing any bells, but uh, it's instantly just went into like earworm mode in my head uh, after oh. seeing this episode. But yeah, then 
yeah, other mates since this episode aired have been like teaching their kids the hand movements, which I also don't know, and which are also very hard to find on YouTube. So Next yeah, time you are coming sit with you and- dreams. Yeah, no, you need to teach me. Thank you. I'll probably just end up doing the Macarena. Uh, <laughs> pretend I know. It's, um, like, it's sort of like you put your hands together in kind of like a prayer position, but then mm-hmm, like pointing, pointing out outwards. Yep. And it starts with like a slap sort of action from side to side, but you have the other person who's doing it with you. And mm-hmm. then you kind of do a high five sort of to the top and then to the bottom. And then you do like a quick change. Um, sort of going down some and right hand with a little click mm-hmm. and then then there's one hand that sort of does the same sort of action and then yeah I, I love it a bit like you yeah the moves look so sassy like I love it yeah. kind of click um but also I don't know there's just something so catchy about the song yeah, if um, you never did it at school, like that's the only reason I know it. Kate, homeschool, no. but no, we were very big. <laughs> like I reckon the only thing we did at school was Down Down Baby. Which, Hang on, homeschool or real school? No, real school, which yeah, I went to, you, to grade in, two. Um, so yeah, so and less complicated hand movements in do you know down down baby yeah down down baby baby i'll never let you go shimmy shimmy coco yes. shimmy pow shimmy shimmy that yeah work? and actually now that you're saying it i don't even know the moves to the second half anyway uh <laughs> but that's quite yeah. racy is this part of the reason why your mum removed you from like they're like a little like seven-year-old mary yeah, down, no. down baby down by the roller coaster i'll never let uh, you go down by the banks of the hanky panky where the bullfrogs. Yeah, okay, well, let's stay on safe territory with frogs jumping on banks. Um, <laughs> having preppies, none of this has come home for me yet. Like, I don't know if hand clapping songs are. You know what? Will came home with the other day. Literally, Ooh. you said it before the Macarena. Oh, wow. <laughs> The Macarena is having a moment at his school and I was shocked. And then he was shocked that I knew all the words and the moves. And I was like, mate, I was there for the first time this went around and I still have very clear memories of doing it with my year seven best friend, Andrea, in the backyard of her house because it was like one of those, you know, when like a song is absolutely massive and Mm. it played on the radio at least once an hour. So much. Yeah, um, so I reckon, you know, it was like every hour that it came on, we would stop what we were doing. <laughs> just <laughs> Oh, to have that amount of time to just stop and do the Macarena on the hour. It was great. Many days. Jump from bank to bank with an eat, oops, oops. Bingo, monies. Monies? Monies! Um, hand clapping songs have not come home from school here, but tell you what, and it's not even a school thing, it's just Bond generally. Obsession with money. <laughs> I just love, like, the first two scenes of this episode, the only dialogue is money's money's money, money. Like, it's very, um... Talk to me about money and your kids, Mary. Like, what do you do? Does, like, Bond have to earn his money? Does he get pocket money? Like, what do you do? Okay, so at the moment he gets a gold coin every Saturday if he's collected the eggs and sometimes oh, yep. if he hasn't. Um, from the chooks, yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> you've got four chooks, yeah. Yes, yeah. So there's a lot of eggs to collect. Um, 
they annoyingly lay like during school hours. I'm trying to train them to, you know, kind of be more available for his. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> It's not working. So do you do it in the morning? Do you do it after school? Like so, No, I will try and usually leave one egg out there so he can get it after school when he gets home. And it's usually a fight <laughs> to uh, get this task having happened. But, he, yeah, whether it happens or not, he's pretty sure he's still earned the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then, you know, money kind of comes in for birthdays. Found money is a big thing. And, yeah, he will find it all over the house and even in the money jar and try and claim it. Um, so, yeah, I I think we're on a very similar, but luckily there's never notes lying around. So um, <laughs> this episode did spark a lot of interest just for the idea there might be a tenor lying yeah. around. Oh, life-changing. Well, it's clearly done before um, inflation went through the roof because buying three ice creams for $10 these days is uh, ambitious, I would say, unless you're buying them from the supermarket. Um, Will, we just started um, this in the last 12 months sort of Mm -hmm. doing like money that that he can earn himself. Um, And uh, in South Australia, they do 10, you get 10 cents for when you return bottles and cans. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, So we had him on like, okay, well, you can take, you can keep the money from the bottles and cans, but Mm -hmm. you know, if you're collecting them and um, the reality is, yeah, he started off very enthusiastically, like searching the bins and making sure all the bottles and cans would go in. Your bins, I should say, not just public yeah. bins. And then, no, our bins, like our recycling <laughs> bin and things like that. We've got a little one in the kitchen. He used to take the bottles out and go put them in his bin. Um, and then he just started, like, I don't know, getting addicted to the entrepreneurship. At one point, he was asking the neighbours, and the neighbour dropped over, I'm not kidding, like five garbage bags full of bottles and cans because um, he was saving for a Paw Patrol super rescue vehicle or uh-huh. something like that. And um, yeah, she was, he walked away with like 50 bucks in bottles and cans. I know, and I was just, yeah, just like, Unreal. Wow. I was like, I've never had that. <laughs> like, yeah, I still remember when I was maybe, I think I was about 12 and we, mum and dad used to take us to this like hotel sometimes for dinner and they used to have Kano mm-hmm. and dad used to let us play the numbers. Like, like and, pick the numbers. Like, on, yeah, just like fake like numbers it. though. Yeah. But like I was doing well apparently one night and he was like, oh, I'll go put like some games on and I won $75. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I know. And like it was amazing and I think I put <laughs> me and my sister rollerblades <laughs> from that. Um, Man, just like how to uh, – Get your child to be a gambling addict 101. Like, well done, Kate's dad. (laughs) Well, Tim has actually, my husband Tim has worked as a a gambling helpline counsellor and he was like, yeah, having an early win is like one of the biggest factors. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's much better just to find money actually, isn't it? (laughs) Apart from birthdays, we never saw big amounts really, like, Mm. you know. Um, So... For Will to be like regularly getting ten to twenty bucks from recycling his I'm cans. still reeling from this fifty bucks situation. Like I have taken old cars to the wreckers and got less. Like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> what is so valuable? Anyway, amazing. Um, 
but yeah, okay. So money is very much on the mind of six-year-olds. <laughs> yes. And in this episode, ice cream is very much on the mind of four-year-olds. It's not that far to the car. We just need to pull him. Okay, I'll go from this side. Ready, go. Uh, he moved. Hooray. Bingo, it's the co-conspirator. Less interested in the money, more interested in the ice cream, and it's great. <laughs> I love that. We don't want to play ragdoll. We just want ice cream. Sounds good. I just need some help getting to the car. <gasps> so they find the $10 note and Bandit's immediate reaction is, that's mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell hath no fury like a six-year-old who feels there's been an injustice carried out, really. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and the girls are pretty quick to, um, like, exclaim the displeasure at Bandit's decision. <laughs> and then do you think this is the moment where he was like, well, if I'm going to have to do it anyway, I will teach you a valuable life lesson? Definitely. And I think actually so they find him lying on the couch but uh, flicking through a very small book. And have you deep-dived this, Kate? It's, no, no, go for so it. So it's recognisable it's, as what's called the Little Book of Calm. Oh. I don't know if that's ringing bells for people, but it's like a kind of a uh, like two credit card sized uh, little blue book that was very omnipresent in Australia for a long time. Um, there's a bloke called Paul Wilson, and I can't actually find out much about him except Australian guy. Wikipedia says he was born in the outback, which already sounds made up, um, but successful guy in business decides to write um, – in the like eighties, a book about calm and meditation and uh, invented something. Well, I don't know if invented, but coined something called the calm techniques, which then I think he, yeah, kind of hornswoggled into calling it the calm. Two million copies sold. Two million copies. Uh, So he's got, he has like dozens of books all with calm in the title. And this little book of calm was just, you know, you your classic stocking stuffer in the late 90s. Um, nice. I, I couldn't actually, I couldn't get it on my, uh, like, iBooks. So oh. I don't actually know what little bits of calming advice is in this. But um, it was famously, you know, Black Books, the UK yeah, comedy. Yeah. So it was famously appeared in Black Books because Bill Bailey's character <laughs> buys it from the bookshop um, and accidentally drops it in his soup and swallows it, <laughs> and then absorb, and then it lodges uh, in his um, innards in a way that he has to be calm. Uh, otherwise, it could kill him at any moment. <laughs> so he can't make any sudden movements kind of thing. I oh, haven't I seen this episode. I've just read about it, but I, I love it. But um, he so he kind of absorbs and embodies the book and starts just uh, spouting kind of nonsense advice for calm. So is um, this a throwback, this whole episode, to black books and the characters spouting little bits wonder, of wisdom? Because obviously Bandit is just laying on the kind of cliched hackneyed life advice pretty thick yeah. in this episode. In And like you say, you know, wants to teach the girls a lesson and is going to do it by um, – 
What would you call it by epitaph? Oh, Dad, this is so hard. Obstacles do not block the path. They are the path. I don't understand what you're saying. But, yeah, the vibe I'm getting is it all starts with the fact he's reading this little book of calm and wants to lay his bandit rules for life down um, off the back of that. And it's not a bad idea uh, because Paul Wilson of the Outback uh I'd say has made some serious bank from his life advice. I love that this might be like a black books crossover though. Like what a, because I have seen a few episodes of black books. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little Easter egg for the parents, isn't it? You know, to. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Brilliant. But I feel like even without the black books episode, you know, kids of the nineties, would have seen this book and, you know, it's probably there's like a, a stack of them in every op shop now. Like they were very big for a long time. I'm going to be perusing the shelves <laughs> at my local Vinnie's in the hope of securing one now. <laughs> well, tell me what's in it. I really want to know. Um, <laughs> but Bandit's first piece of advice is uh, ice cream tastes the best when you've earned it, which brings us into the ice cream debate and also kicks off the the truisms coming thick and fast. Um, is that a saying? Does ice cream taste the best when you've earned it? No. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Ice cream tastes the best when you really wanted ice cream. Like, I wonder, did this episode come after um, ice cream? What do you call that thing? No. Definitely came after ice cream. Um, what do you call it when you go over things and under things? And oh, obstacle course. Greyhound. Yes. Yeah, obstacle course. Because, yeah, similar to the, you know, you've sherbet. got to earn the sherbet. And it tastes better. Mm. Um, feel like we are. We're kind of um, on old, on a sim- well-established ground here. Ah, this is hard work. A bit of hard work. Never hurt anyone. Ah, okay, that actually did hurt. But Bandit being on this bent, I think, uh, paves the way so beautifully for the role reversal to come. That. Um, when he flops down and says he's a rag doll, the girls just, has this happened before? Like, not rag doll. Yeah. I'm trying to Is think. Is the first time they've rejected a game? Uh, Surely it's Musical statues? No one was excited uh, about musical that's statues. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Unicorns? Were they excited about unicorns? I don't oh, think- Oh, Chili wasn't, but no, no. I'd say the girls would always welcome Unicorns. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, yeah, it's just so the, the response is just so out of Bandit's mouth. I think the first time we hear him say that is work. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have to say, though, the concept of ragdoll is painful. Like, you know, like just throwing Bandit, yourself on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, over dinner tonight, we watched a. Um, I don't even know why we got onto it. It was like crazy Santa ninja kicks. <laughs> so, um, it started off because Will had been watching this clip at school with like crazy Santa dancing, and then the next one in the YouTube lineup was um, like some karate guy who dressed up as Santa doing like ninja rolls and kicks mm-hmm. and falling really awkwardly. And I just. It looks painful. Like you can't, like oh. whole thing, like there's nothing worse than little fingers poking you <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And then like trying to like, you know, like roll your body and stuff. Like I'm at an age now, Mary, where I can injure myself so easily from doing literally nothing. And I just, 
I just my neck is hurting at the concept of just being rolled around the house by my children. That's it, kids. If you get knocked down seven times, you get up eight. There's no I in team. Dad, stop talking. Louis, look. Oh yeah, this will be easy. What will be easy? I know he's spouting like these wonderful quips that are meant to be like deep and meaningful sort of, you know, life lessons, but I just can't absorb them because I'm too busy just go every time like his body is making that thump noise, you know, like rolling around. Uh, Traumatic. I agree. (laughs) And look, you can take or leave the quips. Um, did you write them all them down? Down. Yeah, yeah, go through the variants. From ice cream yeah. tastes the best. Obstacles do not block the path. They are the path. Very, I feel like Yoda kind I of feel vibes. Like Miyagi almost, <laughs> you know, yeah. would have said something like um, that, right? Uh, a bit of hard work, never hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get knocked down seven times, but I get up eight times. It's like tub There's something. No I in team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, Obstacles are placed in our way to see if what we want really is worth the fight. Um, great works are not from great strengths but great perseverance. And I think that's the last one. Uh, all oh, work through... harder, not harder was the last oh, one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. So I feel like Dad needs a, to take his own advice on that one. Yeah, but, we've got a mix of like '90s inspirational office quotes and what some sort of like, yeah, what are they called? I forget. In you know, in Amelie and like the waitress is quizzing her potential love interest. Pose, yes. Yeah, and she's quizzing him on proverbs. Um, okay. So you know, like one swallow does not make it is like a summer, you know, and then. Continuing like that, and um, and her rationale is that a, a man who knows his proverbs cannot be all bad. So, and she, because remember, she was like, um, I like you, which makes me worried because I have terrible taste in men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, that's Bandit, a knowing his proverbs, um, mm. you know, is this a sign of a good, a good dog? And uh, we already know. Great works are performed not by great strength, but by perseverance. Hang on. Are you trying to teach us something? Well, uh, to throw one back at you, uh, maybe actions speak louder than words. Um, I saw a great take on that on a poster a while back, actually, that actions speak louder than buzzwords. And it was for like a real buzzwordy type, you know, social impact kind of conference. Oh, <laughs> I, I love that. that. I would like to see it actually played out though. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think buzzwords are going anywhere. Um, anyway, sidetrack. Okay. But I think that kind of gets to the crux of this episode that Bandit has so much good advice, might mean he's a good dog, but he is literally just lying there and actions speak louder than words or inaction in this case. So and look, if, if this episode did have a redeeming feature, Mary, it is the, um, the glow up of Wendy. I mean, we already <laughs> saw in Sheepdog how it was almost like a turning point really where, you know, she went from being squirting bandit with her water bottle and, uh, you know, threatening mm-hmm. to call Chili to cutting off his mullet and looking after the kids so that Chili could get 
a bit and more time to herself. Understanding the importance of 20 minutes uh, yeah. is a very redeeming feature for Wendy. Oh, Absolutely. amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, and then we see her walking past in her, like, holding her hand weights. Yeah. And she's with her <laughs> headband. So clearly she's mid-workout. She's action. She is action. Yeah. And then um, she, she sees the girl's pushing Panther down the stairs and he knows he knows that this means trouble for him like he's instantly like Wendy this doesn't concern you he said he'll only give it back if we carry him all the way to the car is that right just keep walking Wendy this doesn't concern you it does now come on girls hey Wendy watch the hands and the girls just you know instantly you can see that that relationship has really strengthened because rather than that, oh, I'm a bit reluctant to see judo uh-huh. or, like, you know, like have what we saw in Sticky Gecko, um, they were instantly just like there yeah. is injustice going on and, and we need your help. Wendy is, yeah, here to save the day. It's so good. Um, yeah. I think it's very important that Wendy does have the hand weights because uh, – much like Bandit, she's got a life lesson to lay down, but um, the girls are just so much more receptive, eh, because she's on their side. Hard to hard to impart life lessons on someone you're actively <laughs> fighting against. But, yeah, the fact that she's, like, just her, this, and so beautifully acted as well by Emily Tahini, like the outrage in her voice is just... <laughs> Oh, it's pitch perfect, really. He's bossing around young children. (laughs) Watch the prickles. (sighs) And then, um, so they managed to get Bandit with Wendy's help from the front of the house to the car. But there's a final hurdle in lifting him into the car. And Wendy, Wendy is not here to muck around. She is 100% on board with getting the girls to their goal and she moves bandit really like easily <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm imagining bandit's a pretty like oh there's a hefty yeah. dog yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's been enjoying some um poffages and german sausages and things like that so uh yeah he he is definitely um a weighty fellow and 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 this is starting to sound like a starting to sound like a bit of um, yeah. His food choices are not on trial here. But no, like, no, totally no. But um, yeah. And Wendy just sort of maneuvers him into position, and she's like, "Get the door, girls. I'll show you what ten years of Pilates can do." Hey, hey, Wendy, what are you doing? Pay attention, girls. Ready? Engage the core. Straight back. Ready, Wendy? And <laughs> look at those quads. What a hero moment. Like mm. I was just like, Wendy, like where did this come from? You know, like it was great. And then she's she's lifting him up and, and <laughs> that line about the quads, Mary. <laughs> um, I need to take this in a different direction uh, oh, yeah, go, go, go. because um, that line about the quads has been sucked into controversy mm. uh, 
on a particular Instagram handle. Um, do you follow Zach Mander, who's a Brisbane comedian? I have seen many of his reels and I've always been intrigued by his content. Uh, yeah. So living up in Blueyland, obviously, um, and with a uh, little kiddo, it's been um, – I think he's having a pretty fun time uh, but has made a lot of reels doing tours of uh, Bluey locations. I think he was one of the early um, ones to kind of call out just how much the Healer house might be worth in oh, its yeah, suspected yeah. location, etc. Yeah, and, and how did they afford it on their meagre salaries? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, look, yeah, yeah. Yep. hard to know whose side he's on, to be honest, but... <laughs> Um, uh, but he had some very viral, uh, pieces of content recently. The first one, um, which he set himself up as a private eye, uh, out to disprove the fact that Chili and Lucky's dad might be, um, what? Good over the neighbor friends, outrageous. Uh, but as he tried to disprove it, found more and more incriminating evidence from, um, from unfairly cut together pieces of footage from Bluey. Um, no, no, not uh, a billion. Yeah, fact. look, well, yeah, not look, you know, uh, I don't think this podcast would endorse his findings, but um, yeah, off the back of that uh, piece of tattle, um, he then <laughs> was like, well, actually, everyone's come back to me and said, no, <laughs> that's not where the action is. Bandit and Wendy and the key piece of evidence was the expression on Bandit's face as he was checking out her quads in this episode. <laughs> um, so, look, I think oh, it's no, a lovely yeah. street. Everyone in it is lovely and there is nothing untoward going on. But, um, yeah, Bandit definitely does get Everybody to see. good neighbours, Mary. Like, up yeah. close. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the power of Wendy's quads, my favorite, actually my Brene moment in this yeah. episode, it comes with Wendy's quads because she doesn't just say, um, you know, see what, where 10 years of Pilates can get you. She actually says to Bluey and Bingo, promise me you'll work hard to maintain a strong core, girls. Don't get lazy. Yes, Wendy, we won't. So, Bandit spent all episode having life lessons flung back in his face, but Wendy being prepared to actually do the heavy lifting literally herself and give the girls this crucial piece of advice that, you know, don't skip legs day, is Mm. Wendy actually, instead of just preaching from on high, is getting down and dirty with the girls and showing them the value of Pilates, quads, mm. just doing the hard work. And and unlike all the pushback that the girls have given Bandit, they're like, yes, Wendy, like they have learnt this lesson. And it's, would it work in real life? Look, who knows? <laughs> it's the guide from the side, isn't it? You know, it's. <gasps> yes. It's, it's um, that power in action. Mm. And, I mean, I know from all my workplaces that the managers and and people who have been the most influential and have have been the people prepared to be in the trenches with me you know like you know there's no good having a lofty person sitting up 
shouting instructions if they're not prepared to actually do the work themselves. You yeah. Know, like they just don't have the same authority. They don't have the same respect, I think, in a lot of situations. Um, you know, but when you've got a manager that is prepared to literally get in and help you, mm. it makes such a huge difference. And and I've seen that so many times about, you know, like a good leader will match their actions and their words. I'm not sure I should be driving in this condition. What? So we don't get ice cream? Not unless you can drive. Drag yourselves in, kids. I'll drive you to the shops. That was probably my Brene moment as well. Mm -hmm. And the impact, I think, that that moment would have on the girls as well, if we're, you know, conflating this into their whole lives, (laughs) would be be transformative. They're going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, they're, they're getting that support. They're witnessing what that actually looks like and it's so much more effective than just empty words with no action attached. So, yeah. you know, I think if if you were going to reflect back in, say, five years' time when Bluey is sitting under the tree with Jean-Luc <laughs> or whatever, you know, like she would probably in that moment still remember Wendy's actions that day rather than the, the mm. attitudes that her dad was spouting. Here you go, my darlings. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. I paid for him. Oh, yes. Here's your change. Um, Actually, this episode did make me reflect on things I tell my kids versus things that kids notice Mm. because so – Slightly relevant to quads. I don't have quads, but uh, well, no, I'm sure I have. Well, quads. you must have quads, otherwise you wouldn't be able to stand. But sure, yeah, um, go there. But with some of the school mums, I've just started playing netball in a, a very kind of chuck and giggle kind of. Team. And I love, I love that for you. But what okay, I have Gary, loved. What position are you? Uh, okay, like, are you a wing attack? <laughs> are you a wing attack? I had this conversation with your husband. Where he's like, "No, I'll guess. Are you?" Goal defence. I'm like, no, Tim, I'm wing defence. He's like, yeah, I was going to say that, but I thought it would be insulting. I'm like, well, I'm very insulted now. Um, so, yes, I am definitely in the wings, Look, you know. But yeah. the thing that has actually delighted me the most about my new netball career is how excited the boys have been about it. Like I left to go play netball tonight and Bon is like, Mum, when you get home, can you check if we're awake so you can tell us if you won? <laughs> I'm like, oh. I love this. I, you know, because obviously like playing a Wednesday night game of netball is not very exciting. It's just like, yes, it's Yes, nice it is. Well, no. <laughs> You're out of the house. Like, okay, that's, yeah, that's exciting. But I've realised that will be something that's memorable to the boys that mum plays netball, which, yeah. look, I feel like I'm living a lie, but. Uh, <laughs> like technically, Why are you, a light? you are playing nipple. Like, <laughs> I, don't know. I, uh, I think they've in their heads. I think they think I'm off playing for Australia or something. <laughs> I love that though. You may but, as well be right. Like, and and it's showing them that an adult can still have passions and interests outside of just being a parent. But yeah, yes, which. All good stuff. But, yeah, what I have realised is, yeah, the things kids get excited about is not what you're telling them but just what you're doing. And, yeah, it's 
And look, we know that from, you know, the constant play with me. Like it's it's involved and physical and doing fun stuff that kind of connects. But, yeah, even the stuff you do away from them having an impact on how they kind of perceive, yeah, that, that's been an eye-opener actually. Mm. It is interesting, isn't it? Like, yeah, because I'm still studying my master's, <laughs> like, very yeah. frankly. And Will, it's been really interesting actually hearing him talk. Someone else mentioned something about university the other day, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, just like you, mummy. You go to school just like oh, me. You're still yes. learning, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I am still learning. I'm still going to school. It's like, I think I'll learn a lot when I'm older too. <laughs> it's like, but, you know, like it, it is interesting that that's now a thought in his brain mm. that adults keep learning. So, yeah. yeah, I just I find it fascinating how their little brains work. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't have to be having quads that is how you teach a kid something. No, and it can be getting an ice cream. Okay, Bluey, take a lick. like what a great montage as well where they're in the car you know all singing the down by the banks song together yeah and then wendy comes out with these three what sort of ice creams do you reckon that is like a splice Uh, i reckon a pine lime splice yeah specifically um which makes thinking back to ice cream episode where Bluey says not, I don't want a life lesson, but I don't want a lime lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Even more poignant. Um, But, yeah, the, um, what would you call it, like a psychedelic taste sequence kind of? Absolutely. (laughs) So she takes one lick and then you're almost like sucked into the blacks of her eyes and into a psychedelic wonderland of like green and yellow kind of swirls of of ice cream taking her on a mystical journey almost through like waterfalls and bridges and yeah like was like is this tapping into something Kate like (laughs) were ads for ice cream in the 80s like this or something or did it just make me feel my childhood love of ice cream so hard that (laughs) I've now just it's been transplanted into my memory that that was a thing I don't know. I have YouTubed it and I couldn't find anything that looked like it, but it must be something. It must be something, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but um, I was a fan. (laughs) So the main part of the music for this is like a bluesy riff Mm -hmm. um, on, on the Down by the Bank's Song, yes, which oh, which so you know good. is anchored with this deep, um, like saxophone sort of home, 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 like walking bass line to really anchor the whole game, and and to me it kind of was like almost like they've used bandit as that sort of that deeper sax sort of note in a few other episodes mm, before, so it was like is he the anchor in the music that then. You know, everything else is going to be on top. Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. And then they really do explode in those moments of like being in the car or with Bingo. Oh, we didn't even talk about Bingo watching the fan in her room. <laughs> just, like, yeah, right good. at the start of the episode, there's like Bingo sitting in her room just watching the fan go around. And mm. that was such a childhood thing for me. Like whenever I visited oh, yeah. my grandma's house, she had a fan. Mesmerizing, yeah. In the room that was our bedroom when we stayed with her, I have such clear memories of like lying in bed and watching the fan slowing down, you know, mm. like like my mum used to always turn it off when we were in it's bed. Time. <laughs> I know, but like, yes, yes, like it was such a – and Just Liv watch is fans go by. with fans. Jump from bank to bank with an eat, 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 eat. Uh, I think you were correct. You are all over that music. <laughs> yeah, cute score, um, fun tune, definitely lots of throwbacks. Still not one of my favourites, but you're right, Mary. I think over the course of this episode I have developed a deeper appreciation of Ragdoll. At least we are both on exactly the same page for MVP, maybe. Oh, Wendy, 100%. Oh, Wendy, all the way. All the way, like teaching the girls an actual life lesson, doing the doing, and also what a character development. I'm here for it and mm. loving what Wendy is putting down. So um, I've got to say, though, uh, highly commended for Bingo for me because Bluey does want to throw in the towel a few times and it's Bingo that gets her back on track. Yeah. But I really um, do want an ice cream. Yeah. And I assume Bingo that brings out the roller skates for Bandit's hands, which is just such an amazing moment. Uh, um, do you have a line of this episode? Um, I did write one down, actually. Hold on. Me... And is it a idiom oh. slash epigram slash? <laughs> sort of. It was strap yourself in kids. <laughs> so, like, from Wendy, like, you strap yourself in kids. Like, uh, you know, uh, so it was good. very much along that. I know we've heard strap yourself in kids before in, like, Veranda Santa and things like that. But for some reason, Wendy in this context just gave me all the I'm doing the doing vibes. And I was really here for it. So, um, I love it. Cute little throwaway, too, that um, maybe people might have missed if you're not paying attention but you know we love a bingo super zoom with insects especially when they're mimicking the action and in between um i think it's wendy lifting bandit into the car we do get this little view of an ant lifting a leaf many times it's yeah yeah and um i just thought that was a really clever little you know it's like all those um you know, parables, isn't it? You know, like the yeah. David versus Goliath, the the little engine that could, you know, all those um, sort of stories about, you know, overcoming adversity for, yeah. for a reward. And I feel like that's even one you said that everything Bandit's saying could have been on, you know, an 80s office wall with a, like, waterfall background <laughs> kind of thing. I was thinking I more of like, a cat, like, oh, you know, yeah, like they used to love a cat. Tree holding on. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I feel like the, you know, the insect that can lift or, you know, feats of, feats of strength kind of, um, imagery that, that could equally be in that setting. Like it's such a cliched go-to. Yeah, it is. 
but it works for a reason. Yeah, it works. Um, um, and it looks like there's more of it in the future because obviously the kicker at the end is all the change falling off Bandit's nose onto the table uh, and Bingo declaring money, you know. So, <laughs> so much money. Right, back to the start. Love it. This is the best ice cream I've ever tasted. Ha! I told you! Monies! Uh, I think we are right up to the end. So... <laughs> Well done persisting um, and fighting through your your traumatic reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's someone out there that loves Ragdoll and is okay with where we've ended this episode. Um, did you have any mailbag this week, Mary? Okay, a super quick one um, because uh, gorgeous Ruhani, uh, who lives in Melbourne, got in touch. Um, I may be 11, but I love Bluey. <laughs> What a such a good age. In fact, uh, they say it's hard to imagine a world without it. Well, that's probably because it's been around for more than four years and, you know, that's almost half your life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Ruhani gave us top ten favourite episodes, oh. uh, topped by Barky Boats, oh. Space, Fairy Tale, Bin Night, Handstand, Sleepy Time, The Beach, Camping, Sean and The Creek. Like that is a pretty quality top ten That's right there. List. Yeah, uh, Space, I'm, I'm, Ooh, you know, like yeah. Space is one that started off as a bit like, oh, I don't know about this. But, yeah, I would say it's up there for me now. I really, really love it. Mm. Um Bucky boats. I mean, that must be so relevant for her because she's nearly twelve. So <gasps> yeah, good point. Yeah, and it oh. talks about twelve-year-olds going through that time of change. Yeah. So oh, that's beautiful. I'm glad that it Bluey is. is a good companion. Um, yeah, absolutely. Ruhani says, um, "I've been listening since you podcasted." Is that a word? Phones. So that's oh. you know not, not so long ago. Um, and asked, "Have we realised that Bluey and Bingo's age has changed to seven and five? Um, yeah, we haven't really talked deeply about that, but I feel like, yes, yeah, noted. Um, and, yeah, final note from Ruhani um, that in this, there's a scene in Perfect when pictures are going on the fridge and if you look closely you can see a picture of Mia from Barky Boats as well. Oh. And, yeah, um, love that fridge um, and love that episode. And, yeah, lovely to hear from you, Ruhani. Um, oh, Mary, I just had a thought. So if we are oscillating in time between six and four and seven and five and we've Mm -hmm. had our two Christmases, maybe Rad and Frisky are in the pool in Bali on their honeymoon. Yeah. It's a common theory that they're on their honeymoon, but I don't think anyone's ever put it in the time jump kind of situation. But, yeah, perhaps you're right because (gasps) have we talked about this? I don't know. That recently. Oh, there was the image of her with the flower crown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've seen on, <laughs> sorry, there was a US um, uh, news story. That's what you were thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of, what else could it be? Um, I when I said, have you heard about this? I don't know what. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a US uh, like online news story about Bluey uh, singing its praises, of course, but um, with some shots of animators at work with their computer screens on. And if you really zoomed in, you could work out that on that screen um, it was an episode with Chili with the um, the three girls, I think, yeah, like uh, Muffin, so Muffin Bluey and, Bingo. Bluey and Bingo, wearing flower crowns and looking very flower girly for a wedding. So it really is happening. 
Um, well, it better be. It makes me so happy that they've got flower crowns because, you know, like yep. that's my side passion that I haven't been able to do in a yep. very long time. So I'm Calling yes. card on your beautiful uh, podcast dog. Yes, it is. Mm, so, yes. so, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, I think we have finished yeah, with have. <laughs> Ragdoll uh, and, yeah, look, moving on to weddings is always a good thing in my book. But more to come. I feel like we're going to be talking about new, new episodes of Bluey really soon. Mm, um, I hope tell so. Tell us your theories. We are on all the socials at Bluey Pod on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Bluey Podcast on Twitter. You can email us like lovely Ruhani Um Pod, bluepod at gmail.com and yeah oh my gosh we'll be back next, next week. week but in the meantime it's gotta, gotta be, be done. done bye, bye. <laughs> we found money correction you found my money <laughs> <laughs>